First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. a very bad day. I am in no mood. This today is one of the worst days that I've had in a long time. I'm not in the mood to play with anybody. I mean, damn it. I'm ticked off. What's up, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter? It's Nathan back with another video presentation, another episode of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast, Season 10, Episode 28. I hope you're all having a great Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend. Um, hope the work week was go. Hope the start, the start of the work week was great for you, school as well. Before we get into the video, there's a few things I'd like to say up front. Um, Congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces, as they are your 2022 WNBA champions. Um, so I felt like it was a good time to end season 10 with a special guest in episode 30. So be tuned in for that. Episode 29, I'm going to talk about the Washington Commanders versus the Detroit Lions. Be tuned in for that as well. Um, the other episodes, they will be uploaded. I'll have uploads uploaded by tomorrow. Um, but for now, be tuned in. Um, painfully, um, my weekend uh, literally the Miami Dolphins defeated the Baltimore Ravens 42-38. What was that? What the hell was that? I'm sorry the H words and the D words aren't appropriate over the airways, but it's going to be today. I, I don't know how much more of this I can take. How in God's name? The Ravens were looking very well to a week two win. Um, 
Lamar Jackson, who just for the record, uh, had an MVP like performance. Um, he had 119 rushing yards. The last time he did that was last year, week two. But they say he can't throw the ball. Interesting. Um, where do I begin? The first half looked very well for the Ravens. Um, however, second half totally was totally different. Um, I, I thought the key. I, I thought the key was this was the second half. Um, I felt like Baltimore just didn't kind of took the foot off the gas. I mean, after three quarters, we were up 35-14. Uh, Lamar Jackson, who finished the game with 21 to 29 passes, 318 yards, three touchdowns. Um, the last time that, that that type of performance he had, I think it was a, a 75 yards passing and 175 yards of rushing. Last time we've seen that uh, was Michael Vick. Um, he, brought, I'm sorry, he broke Michael Vick's record. It was his 11th 100-yard rushing game as a quarterback. Um, Miami won that game. Um, I've always been a fan of Tua. Uh, I think he silenced his critics. I feel like the first half, they literally just were a bag of shells. Um, I mean... The first half, he was 12 of 20, 150 yards. And the only really person that really showed a pulse in that first half was Jalen Waddell. Um, they really, really rallied. Um, his offensive, the offensive line, too, that didn't have Armistead, didn't have Austin Jackson, um, they stepped up well, as well. Uh, I've said this since, the, since really last year. Uh, the Ravens really truly lack pass rushing and i felt like that was one one a a reason that we lost um but I, I thought another reason we just couldn't make plays defensively um yes we could talk about the injuries and all those different things like that i understood we had rookies out there but they didn't make adjustments on the the deep throw or really taking the momentum out of Miami. There was the Marcus Williams drop interception. Um, but I mean, Marcus Peters, who really just, who's coming off his injury, he was rusty out there. Um, I mean, we're relying, Marlon Humphrey got hurt. I mean, we're, we're relying on Demarion Williams, J- Jalen Armour Davis and Kyle Hamilton rookies that are going to have growing pains. Um, I thought also too was key was that just within those 12 minutes, uh, Baltimore literally offensively had no answers. Um, after that 70 yard touchdown by Lamar, uh, those that, that literally that next, that rest of that offense, only 89 yards on 18 plays for three points. Um, and don't get me started with this running game because this running game is absolutely trash. And I mean that um, no disrespect but Kenyon Drake, uh, I don't know what it is with him. I, I understand he has speed, 
Uh, I thought Mike Davis would have been a great pickup, uh, but Mike Mike Davis ran the ball five times and only ran for four yards. Kenyon Drake ran the ball six times, eight yards. Justice Hill, three attempts on 16 yards. They are trash. (laughs) Horrible. Where's the running game? I mean, no, no disrespect, but you, you you had two cats on this team last year and Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray. I, I mean, m- <laughs> these three, and no disrespect to Justice Hill, but Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake, they have shown in the first two games nothing. But also, too, the offensive line has to take some blame as this has to take some L's on this as well. Because the offensive line, they failed to create a lot of rushing lanes. A lot of running plays were blown up either where there was no gain or negative yards. The Ravens went 0 for 4 at the goal line in the first quarter. And that sabotaged an 18-yard drive, that 18-play drive that could have ended the touchdown. In the short yard game, this is where Gus Williams really matters. J.K. Dobbins is explosiveness. But... The fact that we did not make any adjustments and try to take the momentum from Miami was key. I thought Baltimore's, I think in the passing, I think they did a very good job at preventing sacks and also Lamar getting hit. But the running game was absolutely horrendous. Another thing, let's talk about it. As much as I want to say, as much as I wanted to say, this is, it's only week two. We got 16 more weeks to go. The defense, I have questions. Because the way you lost this game, it, it, it makes you look bad. Because the fact you gave up 28 fourth quarter points. And the fact that you had no answers. I mean, one penalty zero turnovers, and somehow 28 points off the board gone. And you lost, and and it's not, it's the way we lost. And, And again, we can point this out all we want to. It's the injuries. I, I get it. Not having certain guys out there. We lost for now, we lost even means for the rest of the season. Jawan James is off for the season. Kyle Fuller's off for the season. Devin Duvernay, he got hurt late in the game. I mean, they, these these injuries matter. But I mean, outside of Bateman, Duvernay is your number two. Well, really, really now, now it's going to be Demarcus Robinson. Because Marcus, I mean, Rashard Bateman, he had a big game, 108 yards on four catches. But this is what's going to hurt Baltimore down the stretch, these injuries. And I don't want to hear anything about, oh, Greg Roman had done this or Greg Roman had done that. No, this was arguably Greg Roman's best calling of, of, of the offense. Greg Roman actually did his job. I will give him that. Was I a little disappointed with certain play calling, particularly on that 
Would you only score three points within that fourth quarter? Absolutely. You were down three. You, for example, you're on. It's a third and three. You gained two yards on a power run, and then for no gain on the fourth down on the fourth down call, you get the same thing. You know, you're not, if, if if you know you're not getting any any help from your from the um, your office line in terms of the running game, why do you stick with that? Even though Lamar Jackson had great success in the passing game, collectively, other than Lamar, the rush, the rushing, the running was terrible. Uh, and and again, like <laughs> Jesus, I, I I just feel so bad for Lamar because the the, the that that that's one of the best games I've seen him. That's he's he's having a good season so far. The two games he's been playing very good football. I mean, just in that first half, he only had two incompletions. I mean, I just feel like his, his day was spoiled. And then, on again, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to this defense. I mean, the defensive line, uh, Calais Campbell, uh, Justin uh, Matabuke, uh, Justin Houston had, had a good, had a decent, had a, had a good game. Um, where, where's, where's the pass rush? Uh, and I, I'm going to be honest. I think he's a good coach. But welcome back to the NFL, Michael, Michael McDonald. This ain't Michigan. I mean, no pass rush, miscommunication in secondary. I mean, the fact that Tyreek Hill was able to get two touchdowns the way that he did and Jalen Waddle looking like the second coming of Jerry Rice out there. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I I. Just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, oh Lord. I, I, <sighs> Let me take a 30 second break. Bridge with a Tycon flow snap, vivid like the Nikon. Been cold, but the vibe warm. Keep it locked like the vice arm. They got her twisted like the coat arm. Heart something froze like the snowstorm. Her toe bag match her throat charm. She from the land of the sand where they flex so subtle when her drink mint muddle. Left home in her man in the game that he played for the sand in the shade. She parades you to swear in her shades. She like why you do that. Niggas be deceptive. Yeah, I'm pretty restless. Long as the check is addressed to a residence. You sell pill therapy. She beat 10 on clearance, but she shopping for clarity. Reap what she sold for the dividend. No time is a medicine. Copping the wristwatch. Cartier with the bezel on a credit. The man in hers was due. I swear she, she's so sadistic. Defensive, pessimistic, reclusive. She too lit, independent. She too quick to dismiss courtship. Concerned with malice. She piled up as the bout in. She throws a talent. She clutch a half full chalice. If you from fountains, check a rap. She seek maneuver mountains. And we're back. Um. Yes, I mean, there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of blame to go around. And I, I, I had to look back at the tape because. There, there was. I didn't want to go live right away yesterday because there's so much emotion after a game like that. I mean, there was a couple times the offense should have put the game away, but I think there's no excuse for to watch an entire 28 point lead in one quarter at home. That's what that's what pisses me off. It, it happened at home, and you couldn't get any stops. 
I mean, and you couldn't act in when in when you needed a player offensively, couldn't execute. And this is what bothers me about the Ravens, in a sense. And I've seen this for quite some time now. The Ravens, they don't have a leader. Let me give you an example. Let, let me define. Let me, let me explain what I mean by that. I remember, I think it was the 2008-2009 season. And this one, Joe Flacco, Anquan Bolden, those guys were with us. We're playing the Buffalo Bills. It's a home game. The Buffalo Bills, this is with Ryan Fitzpatrick, C.J. Spriller, um, Lee Evans, and those guys. Uh, Buffalo, I think, was up 24 to 10 in that game. And you see at some point they cut to Ray Lewis literally grabbing everybody on the defensive side and saying, yo, yo, man, look. We, we are at home. We are getting our ass kicked. We got to play better. We got like, we, 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 the score shouldn't be like, we, we are a better defense than this. We got to come out more aggressive. We got to be hungry. We got to communicate. And what happened? They rallied. They, even though they won the game by a field goal, but that's what a leader does. A leader, he gets his troops in line and holds everybody accountable. I didn't see that at all, that whole game yesterday. Not once. I didn't see Harbaugh do it. I didn't see Lamar do it. I didn't see McDaniel do it. I didn't see Calais Campbell. I didn't see anybody take any type of leadership and say, yo, we need to get it together. We are, we, we are, literally, we are, we were up 28 fucking points. And to see the whole league collect, no one took accountability. No one just said, no, we need to fix this. I didn't see that. And then listening to the presser, well, how will we respond? That'll be the story. Really? That's that that that's your that that that's your response to watching a, a performance like that. To see your team do so well, and then for the second half, look completely different. The Miami Dolphins won this game, and they deserve to win this game. And, and, and it hurts saying that. But what else do you want me to say? I, I mean, I, I really thought the I thought really the I thought I knew hell all hell broke loose, where particularly those let those those last like five minutes, you can tell there was miscommunication. So I, I don't know. I, I really, really don't know. If you're Miami, you did all the right things because um, the vertical passing game arrived in the fourth quarter, two or three, four touchdowns, um, and outscored us 28 to three. The last time that happened was Joe Montana. That was back in 89, and that happened on the road. If I'm not mistaken. I can't remember who you played, but I know, remember seeing that stat somewhere. And again, you know, but look at also to Miami side defensively, they didn't have a great game neither. I mean, Xavier Howard um, allowed Rashard Bateman to score. They have a seventy-five yard touchdown. Had no answers. I mean, him and Javon Holland just got burnt. I mean, the fact that just in that first half, Lamar Jackson was eleven to thirteen. His QBR thing was one fifty-eight. But I mean, the defense didn't really do a great job. But I think also to their slow start, that kind of hurt them, because to to allow the 103 yard kick return, and then 
the, I just think that there's this Miami slow start that put them in that hole and the way that they recovered and we allowed it to happen says a lot more of itself. But I, I give I give the Miami Dolphins, I give them their flowers. Well-deserved win. Um, this this stings, but the Ravens will recover. Um, I agree with how Coach Harbaugh said it, but it just bothered me that I watched that entire the see the whole game. When I look back at the tape, not one, not one coach, not one player rallied the troops and said, we need to get it together. I didn't see that. Instead, I saw a complete 360. I just saw deer in headlights. That's what I saw. I I don't know what else I can say. I really don't. I I I don't know what next week looks like against against the Bill against the Patriots, and the Patriots are coming off a win. I I really don't know what to expect. And and also too, Rex Ryan. Yeah, I heard what he said in the morning. Um, but some of the things that Rex Ryan has said, I mean, he wasn't wrong. I mean. It wasn't the greatest deep. It was it was not the greatest defensive performance. Um, but I mean, yeah, we did a horrible job keeping them out the end zone. But I, I think for him, the the way I think the way he said it, like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, and he's like, "This new hot shot corner's terrible." Um, this is what growing pains look like. But at the same time. Coming from a guy who didn't do a great job with the Jets. Um, see, it's funny with guys like that who were in the NFL who were think they were high shots. And I respect Rex Ryan, but that kind of – there's a reason why Rex Ryan's not in the NFL. Let me just leave it like that. And I do believe that as of today – they're going to get it together, um, and they'll be better against New England. But um, unfortunately, we did lose Josh Ross as well. We lost uh, Stephen Stephen Means, and it sucks. Uh, but this is this is what happens when you don't rally and you don't take accountability. Um, I I just. I just didn't like, and, and I'm, I'm, I want to respond. I also want to get into the press, the post game, of what Coach Harbaugh said. He, I have the quote here, and uh, he said, and I quote: "Obviously, very disappointing. All credit goes to the Dolphins. They got the job done in the second half and in the fourth quarter. It's going to be one of the biggest comebacks probably in the history of the, of the National Football League. We have to give them credit for it. We have to own it. Every single person. I told the guys in the locker room how we responded to this. That will be the story. We have a 17 game season." This is the second week of the season. What from what we do here and on out, everyone has to take a hard look at what we did. Coaches, players, everyone calls that we we made plays that we made plays we didn't make. Let's come out here and have a better football game. Let's come out here and be a better football team. Excuse me, and get to work and get ready for the next game against New England. In New England, um, that's the key. I'm, I'm curious to see how they respond to this, um, but. 
that was really not how I expected to see that game, to watch them. I, I just was not expecting that. Um, that that really that really hurt. I'm gonna be honest. It it really hurt. And I know people are gonna say, you know, it's you know you're overreacting. You got 16 more weeks, but it's the way that happened. And I've seen this before. I saw it last year. Same thing with injuries. I get it. Guys were getting guys off the street. And obviously you can tell chemistry, communication, and just getting back in the field, getting back in film. I think everybody will make the right right things, right, make the right choices and make the right uh, fixes. But how, how do you let that happen? And not once, and I'm going to keep saying that, and not one coach or player rallied, took leadership and saying, we got to fix this. This is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with 10 people. You know what? I'm, that clip ain't even worth it. It's not. Um, But, I mean, when, I, when I'm looking at these stats – I mean, other than I mean, everybody had a great did a good job offensively. I mean, Mark Andrews and Rashard Bateman uh, were your two leading receivers. Um, I mean, obviously the key was Tyreek. I mean, the players of the game was Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Um, their running game, really honestly, Morissette was their leading rusher with fifty-one. Uh, but the fact that two or three six touchdowns, four hundred and sixty-nine yards. Well, what happened was that second game, we got our ass kicked, or the second half. We just got our ass totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly-poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Horse I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Coaching, we're all, all, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked. It stunk. So, um, I don't know when J.K. Dobbins will be back. Um, I know Coach Harbaugh talked about some updates on him. And obviously, and, and I look at it like this too, why am I going to rush him back with an offensive line like that? Let's let that sit, let that sink in. I think you need to make some adjustments on the offensive line. I, I and I, I'm, I, I've pushed for for my for the for my man, but he ain't getting it done. I, I think you need Ben Ben Powers got to go to the bench. I think you need to put Ben Cleveland in there. Uh, you because you just need. I just think you just need somebody in there. Patrick McCarry's too small. He's not really he's not really a guard. He's more of a center or a tackle. Um, you got to put, you got to have some, some, some big, some, some bodies in there because to create no, to, just to watch them. Oh my God. I, I, <laughs> uh, this, this, this things. And, and on top of that too, I ain't gonna, I, I, I had to call this other person out as much as I think he's doing a, 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 a decent job. Eric DaCosta. I mean, he signed Mike, they signed, you signed Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake. What did you see in these guys to make you believe, oh, okay, they're going to do things? 
I mean, they haven't done anything. I mean, what was different? But again, my question is, what was different from Latavius Murray and uh, Dante Freeman last year? They know the system. They know what they're doing. But we're bringing in guys that just couldn't get anything going. So, I, and, and I ain't gonna lie, some of the some of these signings he's he's made, he's kind of goofed on. I think Marcus Williams, he's definitely definitely been a big a big a, a big difference um, with the defense. And no, I don't think Baltimore needs to trade Chuck Clark, um, but the lack of a pass rush is what from what I saw that has to be addressed. That that can that can no longer be ignored. <laughs> I'm sorry, it, it just can't. I, I know it's overreaction Monday. But to and again, we had not just I mean, just the defensive line just couldn't get anything going. And I know it's only week two, but let's move on to the next, let's move on to the last uh, subject of the evening, and that is final message. Incoming message. As I am still recovering from this football game, uh, my final message is um, just take time for yourself. Um, I think that's important. I think one thing I've noticed in our society, I think we make times for other things and not ourselves. I think it's important that um, you take care of yourself because when you take care of yourself, good things happen and um, you don't slip up on anything. Um, I know it may not be easy, whether it's going for a walk, journaling, um, going out to the movies, going out to dinner, little self-care things like those things are important. I think we should do as, as, as self individuals. So I think that's the key. Um, But Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's just my final message. Uh, be tuned in for future episodes. Thank you, thank you so much um, for being a part of Big Name Sports Talk podcast. I apologize if I'm uh, very very uh, angry because uh, my weekend it was it literally went from zero to went from zero to hundred real quick, and um, I was really close to breaking my phone and also um, yeah, but. Of what learning one thing when covering covering a sport is there's a lot of emotion after a game. You got to take some deep breaths. You got to look back at the tape, and when I looked back at the tape, I, I I was disgusted. And I really do hope that the Ravens get together. I do believe they'll win against New England week two, uh, week three. Excuse me, but um, this 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 things this things um, probably by Wednesday or Thursday I'll shake it off, but. Um, I know I'm going to hear it for a couple days and, um, yeah. So, uh, with that being said, please like, comment, subscribe. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Y'all have a good night. Stay up. Peace. Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.
Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh-huh.